Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. How are you? Just great. Couldn't be better. True or false? In many cases, happiness is a role people play. And behind the smiling facade, there is a great deal of pain. Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth. When is the last time somebody asked you, how are you? When is the last time you asked somebody, how are they? Likely these three words roll off your tongue rather often. And ever since this idea has been put into my mind that happiness could be a role and happiness could be true happiness, I got to thinking how I respond to somebody when they say that. And boy, it is really hard to break habits. Just the other day, somebody said, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm good. How are you? That is so unconscious, so automated of me that I had trouble finding another word besides good. What does good mean to you? The people struggling with depression, anxiety, breakdowns, overreactions, mental health, job loss, relationship things, they're all saying good too. So I'm not sure that there's an appropriate definition for this word, good. But today, instead of picking apart maybe why it's bad, because I don't like to put labels on things, maybe looking into our unconscious mechanisms of how we speak to people, how we speak to ourselves. Last night I was laying in bed and I said to Cam, I said, can you hold me accountable for something? And he said, sure. And I said, instead of saying I am unhappy or I am angry, I'm going to say there is unhappiness within me or there is anger within me. Now, what did I change? Instead of I am, I'm saying there is. Implying that it is not who I am. Because in saying I am, it becomes my identity. And I, my identity, is not anger or unhappiness or sadness. It is an emotion. It is a feeling. Something that's moving through me. We are energetic beings and everything is coming and going. Unhappiness, sadness, depression has nothing to do with who you are. Say this to yourself. There is sadness within me. And then deep dive into it. Investigate it. A situation you find yourself in may have something to do with it. Maybe it's work. Maybe it's relationships. It's not out of thin air. And until you investigate it, it's going to stick around. Because you've all heard the saying, what you resist persists, right? What you believe is your reality. If you believe you'll never have enough money, that's your reality. And if it is a situation, you may have to take some action. It may be a little bit uncomfortable, but you guys know how I feel about uncomfortable. Do it anyway. It's where we grow. It's where we change. 
And if there isn't anything you can do about it right in this moment, just accept how it feels. Don't dwell over it. Don't create stories over it. Just accept it. So then this morning when I was meditating, I was like, what is my word today? And my word today is going to be surrender. Surrender to anything that I'm feeling. I have a lot going on right now. A lot. Things are coming from every direction, but I'm not mad about it. I'm so grateful. I live in this beautiful city where the sun rises and sets every day and hangs over my head. The most beautiful sunrises and sunsets and the ocean breeze and and a, a, a person and two puppies that I love more than anything and my health. So how can I be unhappiness? How can I be sadness? I'm not. And until we distinguish the difference between being something and feeling something, letting it move through us, we're going to stay stuck. If there's problems, there's solutions. I didn't say you were the one here to find the solution. I offer you a moment to put out your problem into the universe, to a higher power, to whatever it is that you believe in, and then let it be. Let the answer come to you. And now I'm not saying don't work hard at it and don't think about it again, but we obsess over it. It becomes who we are and we lose ourselves. Be aware of your thoughts. Be aware of what you say when you look into the mirror and back into your own eyes. Rather than being those thoughts and emotions, be the awareness. Sit in a higher seat of consciousness. What would a third party say about your situation? We give great advice and we suck at taking it. Am I right? I'm super guilty of this. But when I found myself saying, good thanks, good thanks, as my automated unconscious response, I was like, there's got to be another way. So if you're seeking happiness, you have to investigate your fake happy first. Because happiness is different when it's true versus a role in your life. And if it's playing a role in your life, and that is showing up as somebody you're not, like if you're not happy or you're not good, don't say that. Now, I'm not saying if somebody says, how are you? You're like, oh my God, let me tell you. And I'm not saying that they need a life story. You can say, I'm struggling right now. There's some uncomfortable feelings coming up for me, but I'm working through them. Thank you for asking. That didn't take me very long to say, did it? But we don't think outside of the box in a lot of ways. But it starts with your response when somebody asks how you're doing. Think about when you're a child. We often mimic what our parents do. If you look at those reels on Instagram, Cam pointed this out to me the other day, the kids that are really funny, you know, when they say certain things like, I am cranky. I am super cranky today. I had a really bad day at work. They sound just like their parents. So if you have children or, you know, if you think back to your childhood, we often play the same roles as our parents. We speak like our parents. I'm not blaming your parents. They're amazing people. I'm sure of it. But it's up to you to step out of the patterns of your past and create a new future. When we play roles or we function in society as something that we're not or as someone that we're not, 
it's fleeting, it's temporary, and it doesn't feel good. It's kind of like when you're really trying to be healthier, make healthier choices, and you go out to a restaurant and you order the french fries because everybody else did. You played a role. As in my friends are doing this, they're going to want me to show up like this, so I'm going to play this role and fit in. And then when you leave, do you feel good? I've never felt good making that decision, making that choice. So think about the temporary roles you're playing in your life. If you're awake enough, Eckhart Tolle said, if you're awake enough, aware enough to be able to observe how you interact with other people, you may detect subtle changes in your speech, your attitude, and behavior, depending on the person you're interacting with. Cam thinks it's funny that I can go to a coffee shop and stand in line and make a friend who then invites me to their cabin the following weekend. I could be on the Stairmaster at the gym. Somebody who's seen me two or three times gets to know me a little bit better and gets my phone number and gives me all these recommendations for a place I'm moving to and then also invites me to their beautiful home. You are energy. You are vibration. If you are playing a role, you are not vibrating at a high frequency. You are not attracting the right people. And I smiled when he said that to me because I was like, honey, it's not my, it's not my pearly white teeth. I said, I'm awake, I'm aware, I'm conscious, and I'm not pretending to be somebody I'm not. And I told him, I said, I haven't always been this way, but when I became aware and I made changes in my life, these people came to me. It changed how I spoke to myself, how I spoke to other people. You should be speaking to the janitor the same way you're speaking to the president. which is going to lead me into talking about this disempowering corporate culture vocabulary. Now, Tony Robbins said this corporate culture vocabulary, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is so powerful. Think about it. Who you interact with, you speak like them. You talk like them. You, you probably do the same activities as them. We have to be precise in how we communicate with people. And that takes awareness. That's it. That takes some transformation, some bargaining with ourselves, because it sounds weird. Maybe you're in a profession with people like the military. I met Cam and I was like, dude, you have such a potty mouth. Like, I just, I don't swear very much. And so it, when it was every other word, I was like, what? And then I've also, you know, dated and had friends that are in the fire department, police department. It's imperative that you understand the power of your words. They still impact people around you. It's really hard to leave the F-bombs and all the other words at, at work when that's where you spend a lot of your life. Words can produce illness. Words can kill. There's a lot of research on this. There's studies on this. Certain labels Literally crazy. The book I'm reading, The Placebo Effect, a doctor had told a patient that he was going to die from cancer. And he said, you have about seven weeks to live and you'll probably, you'll make it through Christmas, you know, and this is like a very precise thing. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And uh, crazy. This guy, you know, he, he left the hospital. He's like, okay, I got seven weeks, you know, all of a sudden he was well enough to leave the hospital. Seven week mark rolled around and he believed that was it for him. So he started to get sick. Went into the hospital, passed away. They did an autopsy. This cancer wasn't spreading or getting worse. 
It was almost gone. He believed he was getting better, so he was. And then he was given a deadline. Via words. And he passed away. And this is not one story. This is not a standalone case. That's a powerful one. A life-changing one. A life-ending one. And I had to give you this dramatic example for you to put it into perspective into your everyday life. Words can produce illness. Words can kill. And as a future doctor, I know that my vocabulary is everything. People buy how they make, how you make them feel. So if, if I make them feel disempowered or like things are going wrong and they're doing everything wrong and I'm just negative and, and I don't know how to communicate, first of all, I won't have a successful practice. Second of all, I'm going to harm some people. And third of all, I'm going to damage the world even more. So I want to offer you a moment to see how you're speaking to people. Just notice. Don't judge. Just notice. And if you're in a profession that speaks in a manner that you're not very proud of or that you take home to your kids, realize you're passing that down to another generation. It's time to take control of how we feel and taking control of how we feel starts with what we say about ourselves, about our feelings. So soften your approach. Use different words. We're very intense. I'm intense. I'm super intense. Cam's always like, you're a lot. And I'm like, I know you love me anyway. Say to yourself, I get to do this. I get to learn new words. I get to apply them. I I had to say to myself the other day, I get to be in medical school. I am smart enough for this. I'm courageous enough. Write down three words that you use every day. And think about them. Do they make you feel amazing, angry, hurt, lousy, disempowered? Write down those words. And for one week, don't use them. I don't care if you get on Google and you look up some synonyms. I'm hungry. Synonyms. Brainstorm some new words you can use. Replace confused with curious. Replace depressed with not on top of it or on the road to a turnaround. Sounds cheesy. Use it. It's kind of like the example of what I'm working on. I am not anger. There is anger within me. I am not unhappiness. There is unhappiness within me. Change failure to a stumble. Change change irritated to stimulated. Ooh, I like that one, right? Change lonely to temporarily on my own for all my single friends. Alone and loneliness are very different. Change overwhelmed to challenged. Ooh, that's a good one. Challenge yourself. You're not overwhelmed, you're challenged. I'm super challenged right now (laughs) in a lot of ways. Change rejected to misunderstood. Change stressed to blessed. Change scared to excited. So write down just a few words that you use. Those are just a few examples. You can Google this. You can look at books. You can just expand your vocabulary. See how it makes you feel. See what other people do. Like, I feel like people look at me funny when I say some words. Sometimes I'm like, do you not use that word? <laughs> That's okay. Let me teach it to you. 
put yourself in a crazy outrageous state and think of words that you would use typically and then change them to something else and see if you can increase your emotional intelligence, your emotional intensity in some way and being aware of these unconscious words we use every day. You can be empowered. You can become empowered. And that's not something somebody gives to you. It's something you create for yourself. So if you really want to make these changes, you might have to uplevel your friend group a little bit, change your, you know, where you sit at work during lunch. You're creating new patterns in your brain, a new neural highway, new neural networks to reinforce how amazing you are getting leverage in life, some leverage that people will never get. And that's okay, but be the change in the world, right? Show up in a way that other people wish they could show up. And then you're leading by example. So the next time somebody says, how are you? Let's try something else besides good. Thanks. I love you all so much. I want you to drop the role of fake happy. I want you to be truly happy and happiness. It's just the baseline for a joyful life. Drop the disempowering corporate culture vocabulary. You choose how you spend your time, who you spend it with, and how you show up. Show up different. I love you. I love you so much. Have a beautiful freaking Monday. It's going to be a great week. Do the things that set your soul on fire. Start a new passion project. Say hi to a stranger. Buy a cup of coffee for the car behind you in the drive through line. Just be your beautiful self. I'm here for you. You're never alone. Please know that. Drink your water. Eat your veggies. Smile.